0: Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show and the Midweek Bullet Points Show. It is week one of 2021, and if you're listening to this in the UK, then you will be back in lockdown, as I am. And I know that we have many listeners from around the world, not not everyone is based in the UK, but I believe everyone is still contending with varying degrees of restriction, and I know that we talked about uh, we talk about feel-good habits on here a lot and we discuss the ways in which you can navigate challenging times by building your mental and emotional strength. And I'm sure you're hearing a lot of that at the moment. And for the record, I think that building an emotional toolkit so you can cope and manage when life throws you a curveball, such as an invisible, highly contagious virus, I think that's a really positive and a really powerful thing to do for oneself. But sometimes... If everything you're doing is to cope, then even the nice stuff like a relaxing yoga session can begin to feel connected to the negative. Do you know what I mean? You know that thought process of, I'm feeling stressed, I need to go and do my yoga because I know that's going to take me down a notch. It's great to have it as a balm, but it is a reaction. If you're doing it in response to a stress, sometimes it can then become connected to the stress, even if it does ultimately help you. So what I'm trying to get at is that in this episode, it's more to do with allowing yourself to not think about what's going on right now, rather than be trying to always do something to counteract the negative. And the idea, this idea that you can actually disconnect from what's happening and lean into something pleasingly distracting... Is, is one that I've been working with a little bit recently. I'm going to tell you a few things that are really working for me at the moment. And look, I know I don't need you. I know I don't. you don't need me, rather. I know you don't need me to tell you that reading a book or watching TV is a nice distraction. But because I think we're so bombarded with information at the moment, and let's face it, a lot of it's really unsettling, I have personally found it helpful to lean into certain things with a renewed enthusiasm. And that's all I'm trying to share here in the hope that it will be helpful. So the first thing is learning. This is what I've been trying to do a lot more recently. So um, just before Christmas, my brother gave me a masterclass subscription for my birthday and I'm finding so much enjoyment in loading up a class and watching it to watching it on my TV. So I um, stream it to my TV and I do it in the evening after dinner and I might take notes, I might not. But getting to be invited into someone else's world and explore their expertise is honestly one of my favourite ways to spend my free time at the moment. If you're unfamiliar with Masterclass, it's essentially a place where experts in their field share a Masterclass made up of modules that gives you an insight into how they started, the mistakes they made along the way, the things their experience and expertise has taught them to be true, and so much more. So if you've ever wondered what it's like to walk a day in Anna Winter's shoes or or walk a fashion week in. Anna Winter shoes or see the world through the eyes of a best-selling author like Dan Brown or hear the world through the ears of a composer such as Hans Zimmer then it could be for you not only do you get to learn so much along the way but it's a wonderful sort of -of out-of-body experience getting to be them while you watch the class RuPaul also has has one Uh, it's on self-expression and authenticity and it was of course the first one I watched And then the second thing is learning, but differently. So that's very passive. So sometimes I sit there with a cup of tea and after my dinner, like wait a little while, think, right, in half an hour, I'm going to have a cup of tea and put on a masterclass. And that's my little ritual. But I have also been trying to lean into learning to actually acquire a skill, not um, not just see through other people's experiences. So it's in the learning zone but this is as i say acquiring a new ability a new school and there are lots of online courses available and i started shopping around and i actually didn't realize how many and so many have really adapted their offering to be online only and also have really been very accommodating when it comes to pricing at the moment because obviously a lot of people are looking for this kind of thing so Um, you'd be surprised how reasonable it is actually to just get the basics in a school, whether it's a new language or to just get the basics on diet and nutrition obviously not to become a nutritionist or anything but just like to take the first step or to take a deep dive into your favorite period in history or to learn the basics of cognitive behavioral therapy or neuro-linguistic programming there are so many courses available honestly when i started digging around i was absolutely blown away at how many and i've got a short list of 5 that i want to work my way through um, but they but they really are definitely worth exploring and i know that someone sent me a message i am moving into my third thing now but someone sent me a message recently saying how they are finding that people are only ever discussing the time that they've gained but since covid hit and actually no one's really talking about the time that it's taken away from a lot of people. And I know a lot of listeners will feel like this. Obviously, my own personal experience is not that because I don't have dependents. But this is really true for the working mums and dads out there who are listening to this podcast. who have had to become form teacher, dinner lady, games teacher, and more while the schools are closed. And um, any uninterrupted moment you get is precious because I'm guessing they are few and far between. And this is where I think the ridiculous drama of reality TV really comes into its own. And obviously this is something I also enjoy as a distraction, but I checked in with my friends who have kids and have been homeschooling and they did say to me, no, you're fine, we're going to green light you for mentioning this as an appropriate one to recommend in this particular podcast. So if you're looking for a, dis- a distraction, then I cannot recommend a Real Housewives franchise Strongly enough, it will serve you well. It's dramatic, ridiculous, wonderfully entertaining and you get to leave it in the TV and drop it when you're done with it and pick it up as and when you need it. And in my experience, hopefully, the way that these women behave and speak to each other and treat each other is so far beyond anything I've ever experienced in my own life that i kind of spend the entire time watching it with my mouth open i recently binged the entire series of real housewives of jersey not new jersey jersey which is a new british um British uh, franchise that they've uh, added to the the roster and it was joyous it took me a weekend I had it on in the background a lot but it was just joyous and honestly so ridiculous and really bitchy Um, and so I'm now desperate for my whatsapp groups who also watch reality tv especially Real Housewives to catch up so that we can all talk about it because I sort of I did it before anyone else in my groups which is a lonely experience Um, the fourth thing I wanted to talk about is series Who hasn't been trawling Netflix and various other streaming services for series as a way to be distracted from the news? hmm? Now, I know I just mentioned binging Real Housewives of Jersey, but I did have one in the background a lot. And, you know, I was doing other things while it was on. But there is something about rationing a series that's really very very pleasing particularly a complicated series I mean Real Housewives doesn't require a lot of brain power but if you're watching something like Queen's Gambit or anything else like you might need a little bit a little bit more attention on it and it's really pleasing to ration them out because a you get to savor what you're watching and think about what might happen next so if you watch an episode in the evening then maybe it'll be in the back of your mind the next day thinking oh I wonder what's going to happen later and b you can set up a schedule or, or set up something. So every night at 8pm, I'm going to watch one episode of X. Right now, as we work from home, etc., it's it's possible to get into a routine of late nights and late mornings. Um, I've definitely, before Christmas, I thought, God, the last time I was able to get away with this was when I was a student because I was going to bed a little bit later and I was getting up a little bit later and I do not like it. And the body actually prefers an earlier night and an early morning. It likes getting up with the sun. It likes going to bed with the sun. Simple as that. Um, And for me, binging a series nearly always means I end up going to bed super late or later than I would have liked. You know, I think I'll finish at 10 and then before you know it, it's 11.30. And that means, you know, with a double cleanse and all that kind of stuff, that I'm not getting into bed until after midnight. But portioning my viewing to one or two episodes of whatever I'm watching a night means I don't fuss up my routine, which actually means I sleep a lot better too. So it's another way of kind of supporting you while you're while we're in this weird kind of situation at the moment so that you don't fall into those bad habits that might then have a knock-on effect to your mental health in other areas and the same is true with reading I do a lot of reading for research for this podcast um to the point where you know most days either one or two times a day depending on what else I've got on I will put my sit in the other room I'm in the office at the moment I'll sit in my living room I will put my Apple watch on to time me for 60 minutes and I'll read whatever I need to read for work and then when the alarm goes off I put the book down come back and I do what else I've got to do but at bedtime um, in order to sort of help me get to sleep because obviously if if you are somebody who gets stressed sleep can be the first thing to go I read a chapter of the book that I'm reading every single night before bed and even if I get to the end of the chapter and I think I really want to know what happens in the next chapter I am so strict with myself and no i put the kindle down or i put the book down and i go to sleep and it's amazing how helpful it is um just to have that thing again a little bit like the series so that you know that you've got something nice to come to the next evening something to look forward to even if it's a small thing yes it does take discipline but the reward for sticking with it actually feels really really good And then the other thing, and I have one on the way at the moment, jigsaws, I have a jigsaw on the way, jigsaws and crosswords. I know Sally talked about crosswords actually in her feel-good habits, Sally Hughes, when she came on a couple of weeks ago, but the power of these games cannot be underestimated. I haven't been doing crosswords until very recently, but they sit up there with jigsaws for being able to take your mind off things and focus you on something completely different. If your mind keeps wandering and you feel unsettled, then I highly recommend a puzzle of some sort to switch your brain into a Slightly different mode it might just as they say take the edge off so get a puzzle in your life do them online get an, un- is it an anthology of crosswords just get you know an annual or a big book of crosswords and just have it to hand give yourself 15 minutes on the clock and see how much you can get done look As you know, I'm always here to give you the long-term solutions and the things that will really help you to be the best version of yourself, to be happier, to be fitter, to be healthier, whatever it might be. But right now, I think a lot of us just need a quick fix, just need the things that we would be doing anyway to really serve us well. So as much as some of these things might sound obvious when there's a lot going on around us it can be it can be easy to forget some of these little tactics and strategies that actually help and particularly with the rationing evening viewing those late nights they re- they can actually have a really negative knock on effect to how you feel especially the next day so just little things like that we are obviously all very mindful of what's going on in the world and that can understandably cause a lot of worry which does make it hard to switch to sort of, switch off So I hope that what these have done at least is just made, you know, reminded you that it is okay to sit and binge watch a series. It is okay to do some things that you enjoy. Um, But the most important thing is that you look after yourself. I'm sending lots of love to everyone, whatever state of lockdown you are in, wherever it is that you are in the world. And just know that if you ever need it, my DMs are open. And also, obviously, you can email me at thebeautypodcast and gmail.com. And I've also been trying to start a lot more discussions in the Facebook group because I know a lot more, a lot of us need a little bit more distraction. So if you are interested in joining that and joining the conversation, then click the link in the show notes, which can be found wherever it is that you are streaming and downloading this episode and join. Answer the questions and agree to the form rules. Otherwise, I cannot let you in. Um, but we are having lots of chats in there about all sorts. We've just had a very lively. We're actually not just had. We are having right now a very lively debate about the current Cosmopolitan cover with um Uh, the 11 different women or the 11 women of different body shapes and sizes with the cover line um, this is healthy and there's been a lot of very interesting debate in the facebook group about that today so why not come and join thank you so much for listening i will see you on the next one